John Collins, and this is Notes, 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 Episode 5. If Die Hard got a round of reality TV network notes. Where's lunch from today? Wait, wait where are we getting lunch? Can you just, just get what I usually get? Just tell them what I usually get. Just, just get the thing I usually get. Okay. Like, I gotta make this call. Just get what I usually get. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good, man. Good, good. Um, I just wanted to um, talk to you first before I send the notes over just to kind of, you know, we can powwow a little bit. Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Mm-hmm. We felt really good sending this one in. Nice. All right, so um, thank you for all of your hard work on the previous six rough cuts. We really appreciate it. I think we're definitely getting closer to where we need to be, but we're pretty far from where we need to go. Ah, <laughs> okay. So right now, the show's lacking what we hear the network call storytelling. S- storytelling, okay. We're missing some key aspects, guys, like the who, the how, and most importantly, the why. <sighs> we have an idea who John McClane is, but we need to dig more into the who. We know Hans Gruber by name and his expensive suit, but we don't really know his who. And with Sergeant Al, we know him, but we really need to know his how, you know? I think so. So so it's not clear that John is a New York cop who wants to be a better husband to his wife. What I'm saying is it's there, but let's make it crystal clear. Okay. Like like a diamond, like a shining little diamond that you can look right through. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay, like a like a prism, like a crystal. Yes. Okay. Okay. Without digging into these, the show currently lacks focus and drive. The show really needs a smoothing pass, a bite pass, a comedy pass, a Chiron pass, and a suspense pass. Once these passes happen, then we can give time-coded notes. Until then, it's just a pass. All right. All right. So you're wanting another rough cut. All right. Um, we're we're okay. We'll we'll talk to the line producer about getting, maybe getting another editor in here. <laughs> also, the show right now is rather violent. We take acts of aggression very seriously on this network. Let's make, let's make sure we get McLean, Al, and others to discuss this at the reunion. That way, we can have some apologies, a logo for an anti-violence charity, and boom, ratings gold. So so. We're not toning down the violence. We're just apologizing for the violence. We're putting some post-contextual spin on the violence. Okay. Okay. Wow, guys. Our introduction to our lead is on an airplane, and some rando guy talks first? Wrong. John is our lead. He's what our focus group of women 30 to 42 in Kansas City, Kansas, describes as, quote, non-threateningly aggressive in a non-approachable, relatable manner. In short, he's the ideal lead for our network. So let's give him the intro package that he deserves. Have him right at the airport in New York with some snazzy B-roll and a Dua Lipa sound-alike with a bite like, Hi, my name is John McClain. I'm a New York City cop devoted to getting all the scum off the streets. I'm flying to Los Angeles to see my wife and kids and hopefully repair my marriage. My wife Holly took a job in L.A. and it actually took off. It's formed a rift between us, and maybe we can work things out. Hopefully nothing bad will happen in my time in L.A., 
but I'm glad I have years of experience dealing with bad guys just in case. And get him to say this, like, you know, in his own words. <laughs> of course. Uh, do we have to do that in a bite, or could we do that as, say, part of a, a, you know, graphic open? Here's the thing. Per our research, most of our audience is viewing this as a second screen, or they're doing this while they're washing dishes or kind of, like, cleaning the apartment or house that they're in. So it probably makes more sense if we can head it in a bite. So just in case if someone is scrubbing a bowl, they can still listen from in the other room and still follow what's going on. I, I understand. I understand. Um, okay. All right. I'll uh, I'll get them on that. Cool. All right. So per legal, please have someone check to see if balling up your bare feet on carpet can get rid of jet lag. If it's not true, we're just begging for a lawsuit. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I, I was under the impression that it worked for that guy, and he was making a suggestion to John. So, but I don't know if it don't work. If it doesn't work, we can cut it. We can. We can. You know, we're gonna need the time. True. Oh, this could be a snap in. Okay, we'll work on that too. Cool. Thanks. Okay, we smash cut from LAX to the inside of a big office Christmas party. Are we still in Los Angeles? Are we on the moon? I am so lost. Let's do a big, juicy, B-roll transition with lots of shots of palm trees, the beach, and festive, non-denominational holiday decorations that are in public domain. Over that, put a big chyron over that says, Los Angeles. Then, put in some dusk B-roll shots of Nakatomi Plaza with a chyron, Nakatomi Plaza. That way, the audience will know exactly where we are at all times. Well, now, you know that building is it's pretty well known. It's a pretty well known uh, part of the skyline here. I think it, it, it kind of says Los Angeles. That's not... It's, that's not clear, I guess. No. Okay. So Holly is a great female role model for our network. She's feisty, but not too feisty. Independent, but not too independent. And she has big hair. Since she's our lead, let's throw in an intro bite with long lines of like, Hi, I'm Holly Gennaro, Director of Corporate Interests for Nakatomi Corporation. I love my job and my two kids. My husband is due in any minute. Hopefully nothing bad will happen while he's here. It's Christmas Eve. Since she's good in interview, please have her say this in her own words, but organically and succinctly. Are you concerned that uh, foreshadowing nothing bad happening is kind of giving away the store? Hmm. I I'm just a little concerned that if we have her say she hopes nothing bad is happening, we're kind of tipping that something bad is going to be happening. But if we don't lay the groundwork that something bad could happen, then when something bad does happen, then the audience will get confused. Typically, bad things don't happen at a Christmas party, though. You've been to our corporate Christmas party, right? Yes, that one time. Yes, I was there. Okay, well, there's your answer. Okay, understood. Is someone snorting cocaine off of a desk? Per S&P, we'll need to blur that, or cut around it, especially if there are visible logos on the blotter. But it, it's it's Los Angeles in the 80s, and something it's something that did actually happen in... We'll, we'll cut it. The terrorists then arrive, right? Wait a second, hold up. Two guys come in and shoot the security guard, and then other guys hack and take over the building systems, and bring up a bunch of guns and rocket launchers and take people hostage? Why is this happening? Oh, God, I'm just so confused. You know what will help out here? A bite, guys. Oh, this is so slapdash and amateur hour. Add in a bite from Hans explaining who they are and what they're doing. If I don't know who they are right off the bat, then why should I care about them taking over a building? Well, we haven't seen Hans yet at that point. He sends in his henchmen as sort of advanced guys, and they take out the security guard, and they take over the building. We haven't quite seen him yet. We're kind of holding him off to to reveal him. 
because he's really good. Oh, we're big fans of Hans here at the network. So let's give him the buildup that he needs. We need some foreshadowing for him, right? Throw in some sound-ups from the other terrorists talking about how much they like Hans and they hope they want to impress and do a good job for him. Great. I would rather do that. Yeah, I'd rather have the, the other guys talking about him, building him up, and then when we meet him, it's like, wow, this is the guy everyone's been talking about. So let's make sure when Hans is introduced, he says his name is Hans, and there's a lower third that says Hans. That is a given, of course. Right. McLean's fight with the blonde terrorist is thrilling and scary. Kudos to your editing team on that one. I'll tell Justin. He'll be very happy to hear that. Good. Okay, the one thing that would help with this scene is a bite from John as they fall down the flight of stairs. Let's get inside of his head as it's being bashed. So, as they're tumbling down the stairs, you want to cut to a bite? Yeah. From John? Yes. And the terrorist? Mm, no. Okay. Okay. So something, some, but not something that's not too on the nose, though. We want them to go, every stair on the way down hurt. We want something a little more... Uh, like, like, what's he? What's he thinking? What's he feeling? What's it? What, what are the stakes at this point? Does he feel like he's going to die? Does he feel like he's just going to get an owie? Like, we, we, I don't know. I don't know. Let's get a bite in there about the stakes here. It's really not apparent that he's fighting for his life in that moment, huh? Okay. Now, we've been over this. You can't assume that the audience knows as much as you do, right? Right. Right. Okay. Oh, Hans wants the $640 million of bearer bonds from the Nakatomi save. Got it. Let's throw in an infographic explaining to the audience what a bearer bond is. Our audience loves take-home information. So you're thinking like a pop-up at the bottom of the screen or more something like along the side that like lists the details of the bearer bonds? I trust your creativity on this one, but make sure it pops in from the side. Okay. Please add a bite where John says he now has a machine gun. Otherwise, him writing, now I have a machine gun, ho, 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 on the dead terrorist sweatshirt doesn't have any context. Right. Okay. I, I suppose I suppose somebody could think Santa wrote that. You never know. Got it. Okay. Sergeant Al's intro. Please add an intro bite in B-roll when we meet our lovable and pleasantly irascible sergeant. Great hostess Twinkies product integration, by the way. Is there any way we can add it earlier into the show? Let's put some at the beginning of the party. We don't want to give the connotation that an artificially made pastry has anything to do with killer German terrorists. I understand. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they'd be serving uh, Twinkies at a party, but uh, we'll see what we can do. Thank you. So, the wait, why, why are the police here again? Oh, God, the hostage situation with the terrorists. Oh, I completely forgot. Right. Let's add a flashback of them taking over the building and Han shooting Takagi. If we're constantly reminding the audience exactly what to think and feel at all times, then we're doing our jobs. Remember, guys, it's storytelling. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Um, I. <clears throat> Let's move on. Per S&P, please make sure the, the line now is yippee Kaye mother bleep. I, I suppose there's not much we can do about that. All right, so the press and the FBI arrive. So William Thornburg is a highly unscrupulous, amoral creep who will stop at nothing to wring every ounce of drama out of an awful situation. Juicy, right? Is he looking for a job? Because we need a new director of development, and we think he'd be a perfect fit. Well, he's a highly respected newsman in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. 
Well, just let us know. Sure. Also, per S&P, please add a disclaimer warning people not to run on broken glass. Again, we don't want another lawsuit over here. I, I understand. You, you think they would get that, you know, the, the, the bloody feet as a result of the broken glass. No, okay, okay. We'll add a disclaimer. When Al mentions that the FBI has a universal terrorist handbook and they're playing it step by step, do we have a shot of that handbook? If they mention the book, we definitely need to see it. Let's make sure we have a material release for it as well. God damn it. Okay. So once John saves everyone, including Holly, let's add a bite from him saying how relieved he is that Holly is safe. If we don't hear him say it, how would we know? How would we know? The hug and the kiss. The hug and the kiss. Okay, so they hug and they kiss, but... But, I mean, is she relieved? Is she happy? Like, that would be... You're building a Sunday, right? You're building a Sunday here. And then and the, this that bite is the cherry on top of the Sunday that, that completes it. Because, you know, you eat with your eyes first, right? So you want to have that Sunday be beautiful and gorgeous before you dive in. And so this bite is the cherry on top of the Sunday of the scene. Fine, we'll sit them down. We'll get that bite. We'll get that bite. Okay, what you didn't mention was the fire hose scene. Now, that's one I'm really excited about. We show the fire hose, we show him notice the fire hose, we show him strap the fire hose around his waist, and we show him jump off the building. Is that kind of what you have in mind for most of this stuff? Yes. Oh, but you know what would be helpful in that scene? A bite? Yes! I thought you were going to say that. We are on the same page here. I minored in creative writing, so you're creative, I'm creative, we're doing this together, man, we're in this together. You get it now! Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm really excited about this one. Hey, so just a quick word about the Nexon. Um, do we have clearance for all of the airline logos? <sighs> Look into it. It's about like 5 p.m. your time. Can I get this by uh, 9 a.m. tomorrow morning? That'd be great. We've, we've, we've done bigger miracles before. Awesome. Thanks a bunch. Always good to hear from you. Where's that goddamn lunch? Thank you for listening to Notes, Notes, Notes. Today's episode was written, edited, and produced by me, John Collins. Special thanks to Oliver Ortel for playing the showrunner of Die Hard. JJ Long did our theme music, and Matt Filer did our logo. Special thanks, as always, to Tom Heater. You can follow the show on Twitter at NotesX3Pod, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JeezJohn, J-E-E-Z-J-O-N. Please also visit JeezJohn.com to see the blog posts that are the inspiration for this podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the podcatcher of your choice and give us a five-star review. Thanks. See you next time. Justin, you're staying late tonight.